it's Tom here, and it's another episode of Talking Wow, and I am joined by my co-host, who's usually here, Marty. Hey, Marty. Hello, Tom. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, and uh, here we are, talking today about why Wrath of the Lich King was the best expansion ever. Whoa. Or or was it? Was it? Yes, it was. But was it? It, it was. Okay, that's the end of today's episode. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I'm glad we had that really in-depth conversation. And no, we, we are talking about why Wrath of the Lich King was the best expansion ever. Because it was, Marty. It was, and it's even backed up by statistics, actual real-life data that said that World of Warcraft had its most subscribers during this expansion. So it's not just an opinion that I have right now or that you maybe have right now. You seem you seem a bit uncertain uh, of your opinion on that. But I am definitely of the mindset that Wrath of the Lich King was the best expansion ever. And if you're, if you're somewhat in agreement, maybe we can talk about why that was the case. <laughs> I mean... I think there were a lot of good expansions. There's also been quite a few not so good ones, but um, I would definitely say that's that a very that's a very uh, politician answer, isn't it? <laughs> you know, there were some good ones and not so good ones. Not naming not naming any of them, just uh, just saying that. But uh, Wrath of the Lich King definitely for me is up there. Is potentially the best expansion um, for me. And I've been thinking about this a lot because. It's just sort of a comment people have that this was the best expansion ever, Wrath of the Lich King, just in case you hadn't picked that up yet. But when you sort of break it down into the parts of the expansion, and I'm not even just talking about the expansion itself, but I'm talking about all the sort of moving parts that that made the expansion overall. You had the announcement cinematic, which still I think is regarded as like one of the best expansion cinematics you've got Arthas raising his undead in the the lands of ice crown citadel you've got his father giving him like advice from when he wasn't the lich king and i mean marty just it's the hairs on the back of your neck standing up right now just <laughs> me even mentioning that because my mine are starting to raise just a little bit <laughs> um yeah i mean it's cin- blizzard and cinematics it's always good, um, but yeah, specifically for this one, I think I think because it tied into so much, um, you know, history of you know the Warcraft universe as well. So, you know, just looking back at Warcraft three, for instance, where Arthur is one of the main characters as well. You know, all of a sudden seeing them in you know a proper cinematic, and wow, yeah, great. There, there was that expectation, wasn't there? Because when you thought of Warcraft at that time, you, you were still thinking of Arthas, you were still thinking of the Lich King, you were still thinking this is something that needs to be resolved. When World of Warcraft first came out, people were basically saying, like, where's the Frozen Throne? Like, let's go there. Let's let's sort this out. Let's see the Lich King. Because that was such a big part of Warcraft 3. And everyone had this expectation i think as well which i think just sort of confirms that this expansion really did hit the mark because people had high expectations of the story and the characters already it wasn't just some fresh threat that had been had been written into the game it was something that people knew about some people maybe not because they didn't play warcraft 3 but generally 
even myself who wasn't a Warcraft 3 player, I had heard about the Lich King, I'd heard about the Frozen Throne, just from you know hearing people playing about it and it, it got me very excited about it. So I didn't even have that initial connection with the game. I also think one thing that they did so well, and I know that some people have been complaining about it, but I really thought that they should go back and do things more like this again, is that Arthas or the Lich King had something, you know, were involved with everything that happened in all the zones and he made appearances and he was being a dick, uh, <laughs> you know, all the way through. So you knew who he was. You, you knew that he was, you know, the big baddie and and he was just being annoying and uh, and, and sure, he had, you had that, some people had that tie into, as I said, to, to, you know, past events in Warcraft 3. And so I, w- I would just love to see something similar if going forward away from wrath of the lich king for instance i know that i'm getting a little bit off topic but i would love to see you know in, in future expansions that they did this again where they're building a character up or multiple or longer time that just you know not just the other the jailer type that comes in and do stuff and then he's gone again at the end of the expansion and nobody understood why um <laughs> you know where I think that's what they did so well here. They had this character that had a clear purpose um, and they just managed to, to tell that story throughout the zones as well. So even though you weren't into the lore, you knew, you understood the stakes. Yeah, and that's, I think, one of the big things is as soon as you set foot in Northrend for the first time, and again, another reason why this expansion was so great was riding that boat into the Howling Fjord <laughs> I don't think anything has been that good at the start of an expansion. Just the music kicks in, you're rolling up this fjord in this boat, and it feels very magical, and you you don't really know what to expect. And I think everyone sort of has that sort of stored in their heart. Not not, not me. <laughs> I went to Borean Thundra. <laughs> Boring Tundra, yes. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you didn't have the perfect start to your expansion. I actually quite like Boron Tundra as well. I thought it actually captured the essence of what the Lich King was doing. It was like the the ground zero almost of, oh, there's undead forces running around here. And I think you even see Kelfazad uh, when you're rolling into to Boron Tundra as well. So that was kind of like, oh, hey, 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 it's that, it's that guy. And that. I think Born Tundra gets a bit of a bad rap, and Howling Fjord, I mean, is better. But I, st- I still think it, it was it was a decent starting zone. Howling Fjord, Howling Fjord is so difficult to get around in compared to Borean, Borean Tundra. Uh, I, 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 I really always preferred uh, Borean Tundra to to be fair. I, I know that that's a lot of love for the other one, but I think in, in this case, I'm different. I really liked my path through it. Quests were made way much easier to to you know way more accessible i just like that way better i mean uh <laughs> the, the tuscar were there as well i suppose so that's uh <laughs> maybe maybe that's what you're hinting at that you know the tuscar needed your help there very important that you did that um but you know somebody has to like boring tundra it's marty everyone uh but back to your point about uh, the lich king showing up i think that is really a really good point because that for me really made me excited about when we were going to fight the lich king like like you say he kept showing up he was like you were doing a quest he showed up and i don't know i was almost like huh, hey can i get your autograph kind of thing because it was just like that's kind of maybe not what you want to be capturing but at the same time it was like there he is 
oh shit, like there he is, he's here, what's he, what's he saying? And he was showing up in some dungeons. And I know, like you say, people were complaining. It's like, he's showing up too much. Like, come on, does this, does this guy have a job? Does he actually have a job or is he just at that stage of his career where he's just showing up everywhere and signing pictures and is that where we're at with that? But I, I, I liked it because it, it was just that constant reminder of this is the bad guy and he's weaving in and out of the story and he's laying down little markers and eventually I mean we find out when we when we fight the Lich King that it was all part of his plan mm -hmm. he was he was luring us in to the to Ice Crown to Ice Crown Citadel he was training us almost he was trying to make us better yeah. so that he could then kill us and raise us he, and then fight for him he actually had a proper plan some might say you know and he actually technically succeeded in his plan um he did so you know just if you want to compare him to like an, an, another big bad that had a grand plan as well where it didn't didn't go so well we didn't really understand it Again, showing Shay at the jailer. I'm very sorry. Um, but oh, sorry, I thought you were going to say Hogger because uh, that, that plan didn't work too well either. That is true. Back in Alvin Forest, uh, there. That is true. Um, but no, but but no, I I totally agree with you there. That that uh, you know, or just following Arthur's round in the zones and and just waiting for for that encounter and then realizing that oh holy, we actually went into his trap. Uh, we we. We were not outsmarting him. He was outsmarting us. Yeah. And I mean, the Ice Crown Citadel raid, very memorable raid for everyone who experienced it. And obviously now you can go back and experience that in the classic version of, of Warcraft as well. And I just remembered that feeling of stepping in there for the first time. Like it felt like this is really bad. Like this is a den of evil and also internally you were just like very excited to be there and there was just a lot of flavor in that raid as well because you have uh, like Tyrion there and the Lich King and him sort of have this this battle early on in Wrath of the Lich King as well if you if you leveled up a Death Knight I believe it was in the Death Knight quest where you end up at Light's Hope Chapel and you have a battle there and the Lich King's there as well and Tyrion's like, whoa, you're on holy ground, uh, uh, Arthur's, you have no power here. And then suddenly you're back, the tables have turned, and you're in Arthur's patch now. And it's just, I don't know, you just had this sort of worry as well. And, and you have like Bolvar screaming in the distance when you enter the halls. And it's like, this is bad. Like, this is really bad. But this is what it's supposed to be. This is what a, this is what like an end of expansion enemy is supposed to feel like and you were just so invested like i think most people were just so invested in that story and how it was going to play out because again like we mentioned this this wasn't just a one expansion thing this had crossed over from a previous game and there was many years and years before we would actually come face to face with arthas in the frozen throne like we mentioned that that expectation there it, it was massive, like it was so high. And I think it delivered like that final fight with Arthas, you are, you're having this fight in the frozen throne and half the platform gets burnt away or melted away. And 
it's just uh, just such an epic scene as well. Just just, just a, a fun little fact as well. That fight for for me was, was also sort of difficult, uh, and this was the first fight where I actually installed, uh, you know, an add-on that you wouldn't raid without today. Um, uh, you know, so so it was the first uh, uh, encounter where I actually used you know a, a raid assist add-on. See, that's how powerful the Lich King was. Exactly. He was making people download add-ons. First fight with deadly boss mods because I, I simply just I needed those timers because you know that defile if you were standing in that raid raid's oh, yeah. over raid's over might as well just um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, jump over the edge uh, yourself. Um, You're joining Arthas's army, basically. Yeah. So uh, if you uh, don't get that right, I don't know. It's probably not that difficult uh, in today's standards, but I remember back then that that was not an easy fight, and it was fun. No, it was, and then the payoff at the end when the Lich King is finally defeated, and you have the exchange between. Tyrion and Bolvar discussing who's going to be the next Lich King. You know, it's like one of those uh, TV shows like Azeroth's next Lich King. Who's it going to be? Oh, who's it going to be? And they have this, uh, you know, they have this really passionate conversation about it. It's not really a conversation. It's more of a, hey, I'm going to do it. No, fuck you. I'm doing it because like I'm a molten man. You've got some other destiny to fulfill. And it's like, oh man, right in the fields and the expansion in almost the same place you were. You've still got a Lich King because... There must always be a Lich King uh, to a certain point in Warcraft's history until there's not. <laughs> At the time that we we're like, oh my God, like Bolvar has taken up this mantle and we've got to forget about him because uh, that's what he told us to do. And well, I'm sure as heck going to do it right after I head to the Ruby Sanctum, which they've uh, tacked on to the end of this expansion, which actually in the notes, it says not to mention that because, <laughs> okay, we won't do that. But other raids, other raids in in Wrath of the Lich King. We started off with Naxxramas, which, again, some people are going to go, eh, rehash, because this was a raid that was in Classic WoW, mm. but nobody saw it. So so little people, so little people actually got to it because it, it was definitely one of the more, one of the harder ones as well. And, and before that, we had had, uh, you know, a, a few raids where one of them especially was like a guilt killer that killed a lot of guilt uh, <laughs> because of uh, uh, sheer difficulty. And yeah, and, and I guess raiding was just not as big as a thing either as it is today, for instance. So, um, so, so yeah, so so for someone like me who, who never got that far in, in, in Classic, for instance, I thought it was cool to actually go into Next Rammers and, and have a look around and see, see you know, what's going on in there. And, and thematically, it, it makes good makes good sense no it did it made so much sense and it fit in perfectly and also it wasn't too difficult of a raid they'd obviously tuned it right down yeah to be like an opening raid and i think that sort of i don't know for me it sort of kicked off the feel-good factor of like hey i'm in this undead floating necropolis and um you know i'm taking care of all these uh these undead and i'm getting some pretty cool loot and aesthetic to sort of make me fit in for this expansion as well and getting to see a raid that so many of us didn't get to see and that, that, that that's a real shame and then from there we moved on to i gotta say it probably the best raid that's ever been put into this game yeah, it was decent alduar and i'm not saying it just from the best from the encounters well maybe i am because i just feel like every encounter in that raid just seems so well thought out to the fact that there was just so many layers to it. Before we had this difficulty system 
with our raids and such like that was basically implemented or triggered through how you dealt with an encounter mm -hmm. so hard mode baby hard mode yeah hard mode so basically there was uh, was it mimrom the uh sort of mechanical titan mm -hmm. and uh they had like a big button basically that said do not push don't don't push it people did but it, it initiated like a hard version of the uh, the encounter and sometimes there was other ways to trigger these harder versions of the encounter but it happened during the encounter so you had to basically do something during that mm. to enable it and i just my mind was like whoa that's so clever like that takes a lot more thought and probably a heck of a lot more time mm. and maybe that's sort of why we don't have it anymore because they were like this just takes too much time like it's probably easier just to have a difficulty switch which yeah. we have now yeah i mean i think uh a lot of people want want something like this back and and to be fair there have been instances where we have gotten similar things back but not in a raid setting i mean we've, we've gotten like the mecha dungeon um from from bfa uh, the mecha gnome dungeon that one actually did have hard modes where you would trigger its similarity to to this and i think people really enjoyed it. i never got around to do them myself so i haven't really tried them out but apparently they they, they are still even though we are a little bit higher level now they're still quite difficult to do um you, you still need a few people to do them uh, even today even though it, it's a few expansions ago um so so it's not something Blizzard have forgotten. They're still putting it in where it makes sense, but we haven't seen it in a raid sense. Yeah, but overall, I think just the care taken with Alduar, and it still feels magical going back to that now, even as a totally over-leveled character, breaking through those walls into this sort of ancient Titan complex. And th there's threads there that are still meaningful, even in current Warcraft today, because... We, we have that undercurrent, don't we? And it just fit in so well into this expansion, which, again, was predominantly dominated by the Lich King. But you had this this element in here that it gave you a little break from the Lich King fret and sort of reminded you of otherworldly frets as well with regards to the Titans, because it all leads back to them mm. eventually. Yeah. It didn't feel out of place. It didn't feel like, hang on, this this should be in another expansion. Like you had Yog Saran at the end, just waving his tentacles about, going, "Fooled <laughs> <laughs> you!" And uh, it was just so good, sort of really refreshing. As then we turned our attentions to the mighty Trial of the Crusader, uh, where we had to fight with the Horde, obviously right on the Lich King's doorstep. As uh, we flexed and decided who was worthy enough to go fight the Lich King, and that raid itself also got a a bit of flack didn't it because it's it was like oh does this feel a bit out of place and i think at the time it felt like it did but looking back i actually think I, actually i i get it i get it from a fantasy point of view like i mean now, now i'm saying it out loud it sounds stupid but let's let's host a tournament several miles away from the greatest threat of azeroth and beat the living shit out of each other and then go fight the lich king Maybe we could have skipped that part. <laughs> yeah. But I still enjoyed that. I still yeah, enjoyed, I, like... I was about to say, yeah, that, that it did get a, a bit of a flag. Uh, and maybe it, it was a little bit, you know, weird. An odd choice to have it right there. But 
again, I actually kind of enjoyed both the dungeon and the raid in there. It, it was it it was a, a good raid. I, uh, it was some good encounters, um, so I really enjoyed it. Um, just from a mechanical uh, gameplay point of view, but yeah, story-wise, it could potentially be a little bit questionable. <laughs> yeah, and then you had some sort of intruder called the Black Knight or something, wasn't it? And it's like, oh, who's this uh, Arthas from Wish or something like that? I don't know. I don't know who that guy was showing up, but he did he have something, some sort of bigger role? It just feels very insignificant now. They can't even remember. So there we go. That's my point. <laughs> and. <laughs> The, the main character was the Lich King. Obviously, the main character was the Lich King. And I, I'd mentioned, well, Death Knights. And I think that was another reason why this expansion probably was the best. Because we had the introduction of Hero Class, which, ooh, that sounds really epic and really, uh, really, really cool. And it was. I remember so many people switching over to Death Knights during Wrath of the Lich King. I was one of them. And I remember that starter zone for the Death Knights where you, you start off as a, a bad person. Let's just put it like that. You're, mm-hmm. you're killing innocents and you're spreading your death and decay. And it felt great, didn't it? It just felt great being starting off as a bad guy and being like, oh, look at me. I'm so powerful because Death Knights were ridiculously powerful. Obviously, like all new classes that come <laughs> into the game. And you were just raising this terror and you, you you felt connected to that straight away it kind of gave you the perspective of like oh this is this is what like the death knights are doing this is what the lich king wants you to be doing and then you have some redemption and you you go to your home city if you're horde reliant you get some rotten fruit and vegetables <laughs> thrown at you and then everything's fine I, I just think those intro quests were just really good and they really just connected you to the death knight class straight away and then the, probably the weirdest thing was and i don't know if you remember this marty so you got all the uh death knight starter stuff done and then you're like okay let's let's head over to north Ren. i'm ready mm-hmm. i'm ready for your lich king no you're not high enough you, you gotta you gotta fuck off to the outlands and uh kill some demons for a while you gotta go solo or not solo you gotta go grip up with four other death knights and and do hellfire ramparts <laughs> and yep absolutely be in awe of how you could have five dps classes beat dungeons and that was a real disconnect and i think they got that wrong yeah they should have had it that you were ready to step into ice crown <laughs> as soon as you were like done with the starter stuff with the death knight and i think they've since yeah not made that mistake with other no 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 hero classes with, with the evoker you're basically uh when you're done leveling you you are at them you're back you know you're you are ready to go straight into to to the newest expansion so um that, that was definitely a welcoming change because it, it that was as you said a huge disconnect with being like, oh, I'm, I'm playing, you know, Wrath of the Lich King, I'm a Death Knight, and now I'm going back in time? How does this work? <laughs> Don't mess with time travel. Well, we did that later. <laughs> but anyway, that's a, that's a different episode. I think, for me, there's a lot of personal feelings involved with it as well, because uh, I took over 
our guild as, as, a, as a guild leader and brought us safely sort of almost through the whole expansion and, and we, we managed it's one of the few expansions where we as a guild you know cleared everything so that's definitely more like some personal achievement attached to this expansion as well that definitely adds on to you know the whole oh this expansion feels so good to me so that's why i'm like I, I i'm not completely sure if i feel like it is the the best expansion ever but it's definitely high up there maybe com- competing with a few others if so if you really need to to pick out a favorite i, I think I, I would have a little bit difficulty with them with that but no i agree top tier expansion let's just put it that way do you agree with what me and marty are saying in our points was wrath the lich king the best expansion ever because obviously that is just well, it's just my opinion. I told Marty that was my opinion. I don't, I'm still not sure if Marty thinks it was the best expansion ever, but I think we can all agree it was an amazing expansion. It had its flaws, just like everything, but overall, it really captured what Warcraft was about. And I think for most World of Warcraft players, they will always look back fondly in their hearts of Wrath of the Lich King. Did you enjoy this episode of Talking Wow? If so, why not drop a review on your podcast catcher of choice? Personally, I thought it was terrible. But if you want more Talking Wow, you can follow these damn souls on Twitter or YouTube over at Talking Wow. Frostmourne hunkers, baby.